Welcome back to the Content Warning World Fighting Championship Content Warning saying it twice just to get it out there. In this corner we have all of the dirty words and the fucks and the shits and the swears that we are going to say. And in this corner we have the penis talk. So, in case you haven't noticed by the fact that I said all of those already, we will be having various dirty conversations and probably swearing a lot. Ready? And fight! Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying higher in our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to the bar with no name to... Fight. So with that in mind, Zach... What's our matchup this week? Tyler will be arguing for Janet Van Dyne, a founding Avenger, and the Wasp. While Steven will be arguing for one of the all-new, all-different X-Men, Kurt Wagner, a.k.a. Nightcrawler. Uh, where's our flippy flip? Oh, yeah. It's right here. Editor and so away, Steven here, by the way. Steven, call it. Uh, heads. I made fun of you last time for dropping it, almost dropping it, and then I just did. Is it just me or is flipping a coin from a seated position kind of weird? <laughs> okay. Heads. Heads. Sweet. Um, uh, I'll let you go first, I guess. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> wasp versus Nightcrawler. So this is the possibly the weirdest match we have of like... I have a lot to say in the after, and uh-huh. I'm not sure what I'm going to say right now, but... Same. <laughs> my, my biggest argument for how the Wasp is going to uh, eventually take the win in a fight against Nightcrawler is just the bonuses she gets when changing size. Like, they, they kind of both zip around the room quite a bit mm-hmm. due to the way they use their powers. There's going to have to be something to pull away. This would be a fun episode to draw. And I think here's the thing, like, she gets stronger whether she goes little or whether she goes big. Also, she can go little or big. She almost never goes big. Like, I legitimately forget that's a thing she can do because it happens... I don't think it's happened in 15 years in the comics. Like, when she goes little... Her, it's not just that she like retains proportionate strength, she actually gains strength to the point where like she can bend like steel beams. And she, if she goes at least a foot shorter than what she is normally, which I think is like 5'4, yeah, she's not big. She also gets the wings, and then the wings she can fly up to 40 miles per hour. And due to the way it interacts with her enhanced strength, she essentially has superhuman agility and reflexes in those moments. When she gets bigger, she gets geometrically proportionate strength to however much bigger she's getting, including whatever extra strength she needs to actually support the size of how she's getting. So, Which is wild how they fucking explain that, by the way. I was reading up on it earlier. It's yeah, it's all nuts. mass and shit pulled from a different dimension. And Anyway, so like that's... I think that's going to be the difference is that she has more she has more options at her disposal to eventually end this fight somehow as they're zipping around each other. She's going to land either a hard small hit that Nightcrawler doesn't quite see coming because she suddenly shrunk down to wasp size or she's going to fucking flatten him with a giant hand because there's only so far that he can zip around this warehouse. And if he manages to stay too far away, then she starts blasting. Wasp really is sort of the uh, comic book form of that. And anyways, I started blasting meme. Yeah. (laughs) Kinda. (laughs) Wasp is a very fucking strong contender. 
Are you done with, with your I'm argument? I yeah. just wanted to make sure before I go I'm into done. mine. I, but like, Wasp was a super strong contender. All of the arguments you just made are fucking very challenging to argue against. My biggest argument is that Kurt Wagner is since a child been trained to be an acrobat and then since a teenager trained to be an X-Man and fight on a team to fight superpowered mutants as equally strong as um, Wasp to go toe-to-toe with people like the Avengers and worse. He is able to teleport at a moment at a thought with a thought. He does it by thinking and he teleports through the brimstone dimension which is fucking cool just be shit. limbo i'm so mad it should just be limbo i want not important to this i'm sorry I'm i 100 <laughs> disagree for the sake of this argument <laughs> in that i learned today that if you teleport someone through the uh, brimstone uh dimension it weakens them a little bit it also weakens him so that's why he teleporting takes Uses up his energy. It's slightly disorienting. Yeah, slightly right. disorienting. And doing certain moves. Being going, the dark dimension, I'd also be okay with. Ooh, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually kind of like that. I think that would work a little bit better in general. Mm-hmm. But um, certain teleportation is a little easier for him. But like in general, around a room doesn't really stress him out all that much. But in general, other people, even superhumans, it does weaken them as well, unless they have like high endurance or super resistance or are used to it. Or are used to it. They, they, you build up a tolerance over time. Oh, quick side note, because we didn't discuss this. We are basically treating these as not necessarily modern day versions of the character, but kind of like 80s onwards, because back in the day, the Wasp existed to get kidnapped, because Stanley mm-hmm. doesn't know how to write women. And Nightcrawler could only teleport about four or five times before getting exhausted. And we're just not dealing with either one of those, based off the arguments being made. Probably. I'm, um, I'm definitely going for a more modern Krakoa one. In that like, Where he's like, bam, 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 bam. Which yeah. is so cool. I which also, <laughs> I just read about the fucking Banff demon thing that he has. He has some, apparently there's a... Um, the it, Jason Aaron X-Men mm-hmm. run is some of the best X-Men of the ever. His dad is a half <laughs> demon. Ever. <laughs> His dad's a Nephilim fucking Azazel. Azazel sucks donkey dick. He, but but uh, because of this... <laughs> He has made a deal with some fucking other demon entities that basically has made his teleportation powers fucking wicked awesome in that he can now teleport long distant blind because of with this. the aid of with the, the with the aid of the Bamps. who have since disappeared and I don't know why but that that's not important to this I just don't yeah, but also it also doesn't factor into this because we're in a warehouse but we're in a warehouse <laughs> but also. It is cool. It is cool. And also, um, uh, currently, it doesn't even really play out that huge of a factor as much, considering in the post-Krakoa age, it's really, he's, like, been resurrected, and the five are like, oh, dude, his fucking teleportation powers are, like, off the fucking charts. We don't even know how to fucking deal with it. I don't think he knows what he can, how to even deal with how much he can teleport at this point. But mentally, he just does it line of sight, so he doesn't get, like, fucking... Have to be able to see what I'm teleporting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or be familiar with where he's teleporting to. Yeah. So. But... Can teleport, skilled fencer, skilled acrobat, does have the ability uh, for like suction cup hands to allow him to stick to the roof easier, um, and uh, is a world class acrobat. There's one more thing I wanted to bring up. I'm forgetting. There is one other power you haven't mentioned, but it's not one that's commonly used. Oh, he definitely has camouflage. There we go. He, it's part, it's explained a couple different ways. It's like mostly the dark dimension, uh, the, the brimstone dimension that he's uh, going to, he can bend light around him. And also his indigo fur is just an added advantage of like being. If he's hiding in shadow, he's basically invisible. To, to Not to argue one side or the other, just to get that, like, let's explain that as simply as possible. So how yeah. I see this fight really going, in all honesty, is basically like him bamping away into the darkness 
and wasp turning into a fucking half inch fly and it's just a game of cat and mouse looking for each other I don't she rarely uses the ability to go giant I think she would in like a worst case scenario I think yeah if she's having a hard time swatting this fly yes I just you brought it up and I'm not going to not consider it I just like legitimately as someone who actually really enjoys Janet Van Dyne as the wasp forgot she can do that because I think she's only done it in the Chuck Austin run and maybe the Brian Michael Bendis run but and it like, really makes sense that she would have access to that and not be a thing that she normally does in she the sense didn't that, like, originally um, like that was I think at this point yeah, right, yeah, no it does it, I, I'm the not, years I'm of sorry. working with him <laughs> and just having access to that it fully makes sense I don't think she was as, able to when she relied on the PIM technology for shrinking but since the PIM particles have become part of her molecular structure and PIM particles are about as wackadoo as gamma radiation when it comes to explaining things. So, mm-hmm. sorry, anyways. So, yeah. Um, I see, like, but because of her being smaller, at, like, if she goes any smaller, it makes it easier her for easier for him to teleport with her. And he can teleport. I see him, his best strategy is to grab her at any point, get a hold of her, teleport her around the room as many times as he can, and weaken her. Anytime he teleports with people, they automatically get... Basically, if they're not familiar with it, which I don't, I don't think she has a lot of experience with teleporting through the the brimstone dimension. She's gonna get weakened and off the put and like thrown off. Awesome rebuttal. So anyway, she started blasting. <laughs> Swashbuckle her all you want. She's still wearing With three that swords. I keep interfering. I'm sorry. I love this. I love both of these so much. But, like, also, like, really want to see this fight just be drawn, because it would be so fucking cool, because she'd be blasting, he'd be sword swinging, it would be amazing. Generally has the dope armor. He gets, he grabs onto her, cool, suddenly she's tiny, and he doesn't have a hold of her. Like, whatever. Like, she is extremely, especially at this point... Uh, trained and capable herself. You bring up his experience of being in the X-Men and learning how to fight against all these superhumans. Founding Avenger. She's been around the block. She's faced everybody. She's seen everybody. She is considered to be one of the more intuitive people on the team. Just would be able to feel out the way that this battle's going to go and use all the tricks at her disposal to eventually be able to put him away because i don't think he's got what it takes to like it's going to take a number of bamps around the room to weaken her especially because she can just get stronger by going smaller and like if he wants to try to hide in the shadows she can use her other hardly ever used power of communicating with bugs to just go fucking annoy him i didn't even know she could do that honestly she has the little antenna. Yeah, so she has all of the Ant-Man abilities. Basically all of the Ant-Man abilities except she can fly. And shoot. And shoot less. fucking yeah, no. laser beams. The Wasp is infinitely better than Ant-Man, and I will die yeah, on this Yeah, no, guy. that's absolutely true. <laughs> oh, God, I really hope that they're setting up uh, the daughter to be the new Wasp that they, in the movie Stinger series. is Stinger. the mm-hmm. name they tend to go with. I love Cassie. Cassie's great. I um, haven't seen the new movie. I just... I know I don't like the new, uh, the actor playing uh, Janet Van Dyne right now. Right? I uh, know. Nadia Van Dyne. Nadia Van Dyne. Or whoever. It's confusing because it's... We'll not get into it yeah, right now. Not important. It's, it's Henry Pym's kid and not... Anyways. Right. Hope Van Dyne. That's it. Hope In the Van comics, Dine. it's Nadia. In the show, it's... Evangeline Lilly, I think, is yeah. the actress's name. I heard she's anti-vax, which is why I have issues with her. A lot of people in that movie are not making great things today. This is what yeah. I've heard. 
but we'll not go into that right that's now. A that's a different argument. That's, going on. that's something else that's going on. I, I think at the end of the day, he has one hope, and she has multiple ways of ending it, no matter how it gets drawn out. And then my final rebuttal is that he's going to realize he's going to be outmatched, and he's just going to fucking teleport to Krakoa. <laughs> Which, like, he has the ability now to just, like, teleport across the fucking world. He can go to the fucking... Like, he's made... That bothers... I legitimately dislike that. I... I like it in the context of when it's used appropriately. Like, uh, I was reading up on it. Like, it felt like it was used, like, when he saved uh, uh, Hope and, like, teleported, like, multiple distance, and he's, like, fucking nearly dying doing it. That I just, makes sense. One That's of like, the things that I liked was the idea of he's like, I can teleport about a mile or two at a time. So there'd be, like, a a, pan, a page of, like, him, like, bamf, 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 and you can see it, like, across the... Worst case scenario, he can do the very no. least of outside the warehouse. Oh, no, no. And I'm not arguing that a your point at away. all, either. I just, like, this is 100% me looking at it from, like, an artistic point of view. I always thought that imagery was fun. Um, I'm arguing for a draw more than anything else, because <laughs> I don't think, in all honesty, like, in an in overall combat thing, I don't sense he's going to probably win. So, what it comes down to for me, you are right that Wasp has more options. I do think she's a little glass cannony compared to him, but we'll discuss that more in the after show. I do think Wasp takes it, though. Yeah. yeah. I think it comes down to the blasts. The energy blast is what wins it for her. If it was just the, like, size and strength, I think Nightcrawler would have a much better chance. Yes. I think because of the energy blasts is, is the general reason. Yeah, and I know the attack that I would go with, but again, we will save that for later. Well, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zack is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. I'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose. Remember, any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip. Today, we'll keep this expedition's theme of Marvel villains. So, Zach, what knowledge can you drop on Nimrod? Nimrod is a giant pink sentinel. Not giant. I mean, he's slightly bigger than human-sized. Uh, designed in the 80s and doesn't quite look Tron-like, but is, um... Ish. <laughs> There's something about him, like, he's got kind of big shoulder pads. So he, I don't like the Nimrod design, in my opinion. He doesn't look very... I don't either. He doesn't look very sentinel and he doesn't look very threatening to me. We should probably do a half-redemption, because I know he's a powerful sentinel from the future, but I don't really know much about him. Um, he has been responsible for the death of a couple of X-Men, I believe. Um, as for his... I, I will point out his size. You're, he's not super giant. He's just really big. He's three meters, so he's just... He's like uh, nine He's like a hair like under ten tall. foot. Yeah. Oh, ten foot? Okay, yeah. Nine foot ten. I'm super glad we're doing this guy, because I was uh, covering him at a certain point during my research, and I didn't actually go deep, too deep into him, but I wanted to know more, so... Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a redemption on him, because I can't really tell you much other than he is, like, basically a super sentinel, and he is pretty dangerous, but I just... Between the, in my opinion, bad design... And the way that uh, Looney Tunes permanently changed the name Nimrod to go from, like, Great Hunter in the Bible to Idiot. Mm -hmm. I just can't take him that seriously. And anytime they're like, oh my god, Nimrod's returned. I'm like, alright, whatever. (laughs) I always forget that that's the case. (laughs) It's so ingrained in me that it's in the Looney Tunes sense. Exactly. Honestly, if we're going to talk about, like, over-the-top nano-sentinels that aren't giant robots, yada, 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 I find... Bastion, who is basically Nimrod, but made in the mid-90s. 
significantly more dangerous, even if he does have the terrible little chin strap beard. Wait, yes. I think Bastion and Nimrod get merged at one I was about point. to say, I'm pretty positive they get merged. <laughs> but yeah. I will look this up for the redemption and we'll get into it. But Due to Master Mold. Of course. Master Mold being the original main Sentinel. Not like the first Sentinel, but like Master Mold makes other Sentinels. Nimrod runs the Sentinel. Yeah. Well... That's it for today, folks. We're taking off. Before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earverm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. And as always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away.